Welcome everybody to the Skill Development Playbook Podcast, Season 4, Episode 12. And today I'm going to give you five tips on getting the most out of your skill development. Um, you know, it's summer, players are in the gym, they should be working hard, they should be focused on, on trying to add skills and abilities to their game. And you want to get the most out of it. You don't want to just kind of go through the motions. You want to uh, put yourself in a position to maximize your potential. You want to uh, put yourself in a position to raise your ceiling so you can get the most out of your skill development and become or develop your skills to become the best player that you can actually be. So I'm going to share with you five tips that I have that can help you get the most out of your skill development and take your game to a, to a whole nother level. So, but before I get into that, I have to tell you my my book is out, the Skill Development Playbook. It's a ten chapter. It's about eighty pages. It's a real easy read. It's not real long, um, but it has some great information on skill development. It's not a drill book, but it is a great it has great information on skill development, and kind of tell you some things that you should know, that you should think about, and you should consider when you're actually putting together a skill development session. So there are terms that you need to know. Um, There are, it talks about developing a philosophy and core values and uh, talks about drills and, and it doesn't give you any actual drills, but it just tells you about drills, tells you the difference between training and working out. Uh, So it has a lot of, a lot of great, great information, uh, whether you, have never done skill development before, whether you're a parent and you're working with your own kids or whether you are a seasoned coach or experienced coach and may give you something or a different perspective to look at uh, when it comes to uh, skill development. So my book can be found on my website, uh, NBN, I'm sorry, tjonesfirm.com. That's T-J-O-N-E-S firm.com uh, forward slash SDP hyphen book. When you go to that page, all the information about the book will come up and you will be able to uh, purchase the paperback or the PDF version. The paperback version is $9.99. The PDF version is $3.95. There's also a link on there that will take you to Amazon if you want to buy it through Amazon or if you want the Kindle version through Amazon. So, uh, Y'all be sure to check that out. So let's get into it. I'm gonna try not. I'm gonna try to make this short and sweet today. Get to the point, and then get out of here. So SDP Podcast Season Four, Episode Number Twelve. Today I'm sharing with you five tips on getting the most out of your skill development training. All right, tip number one to get the most out of your skill development training. I say this, and I and I'm gonna always say this. Um, you're gonna hear about me saying this all the time. Number one is develop a plan. Develop a plan. I've been working with some kids a lot this summer, and I always ask them, what is it that you want to get out of basketball? So you're coming or your parents are hiring me or you're doing sessions with me because I know you want to get better, but I have to know your goal. Where do you want to go? Uh, What type of player do you want to become? What type of skills do you want to develop? Okay, so once I know where that player wants to go, once I know what their goal is or what their objective is, then I am able. Then I am able to take them to where they want to go. Okay, but 
I have to establish first where I am or where they are. And then when I know where they want to go, I can develop a plan to get them there. So I tell them all the time. Now, this is a bad analogy, but, you know, just bear with me. It's like um, you get in the car with somebody or someone say, hey, I want you to come ride with me. And you get in the car and you say, okay, where are we going? And they say, I don't know. We're just going to ride around. And, you know, there's really no plan. There's no, there's no objective. There's no goal. We're just getting in the car driving around. But then you will have people that say, okay, I want you to come, come ride with me. And you say, okay, where are we going? Um, I got to go to the grocery store. And you say, oh, okay. So I know where we are. I'm at home. And we're going to go to the grocery store. So I know the route that it takes to get to the grocery store. And it's the same thing with skill development. I want to become a starter. I want to secure a scholarship. I want to get a pro contract. Um, I want to be able to contribute. You know, I, I, you know, some players say, Coach, I ain't good enough to start, but I get some playing time. I want to be able to contribute more to my team. So knowing where they want to go, and I can evaluate them and see where they are, and then I'm able to put a plan together. So players out there, parents out there, coaches, make sure you develop a plan. Uh, it makes the training sessions more effective. The training sessions are more efficient. Um, you know, you know what you're going to do. You know, you, you know how you're going to do it. You know how long you're going to do it. You're more organized. And also for players, if a player writes, writes out their training session, it's like a contract. It's something about seeing it on paper. It's something about writing it out, seeing it on paper, taking it with you. And then seeing that, oh, man, I've been here an hour and I still got three drills left to do. I know me personally, when I used to write out my my workouts or my training, when I got when I was looking at it and I'm like, man, I'm so tired, I'm, I'm ready to go. But when I was seated, I still had a couple of drills left to do. If I didn't finish it, I felt horrible. It stayed on my mind. I just felt incomplete. But once I finished it. I felt real good about myself because I was able to push through despite being tired or, or you know, fatigued or whatever. So the first thing we want to do is develop a plan. So we're talking about five tips on getting the most of our skill development training. So we got to develop a plan. Number two, work on skills that you were using in the game. Players, work on skills that you will actually use in the game. And what I mean by this is sometimes we work on things that that we may feel like make us better, but it's not necessarily something that we're going to use in a game. Okay. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I feel like a player should be well-rounded, but at the same time, a player should specialize in one or two skills. Okay. I feel like players should specialize in one or two skills. Um, and when I say specialize, I mean, these are things that they do really, really well. Okay. Uh, if you look at Steph Curry, he's known as being a shooter. If you look at, uh, Kawhi Leonard, he's known as a defensive player. Now his offense has evolved over the years, but when he first came in the league, it was like, okay, we're going to put him on the best perimeter player and he's going to lock them down. You know, James Harden, shooter. Um, so they specialize, some of these players specialize in one or two skills. But 
we want to work on things that we're going to actually use in the game. So, and, and, and you, I say this with caution because my job as a skill development trainer is if I work with a player and they come to me and they lack the ability to uh, have range on their shot, then we may work on increasing their range. But they have to earn that ability to shoot those shots with their coach. So if you're if you're a big, okay, let's say you're a four, and you're more of a stretch four, I don't really see the point in doing and wasting a lot of your time working on a bunch of one-on-one isolation, in and out crossovers, step back, jump shots, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're not gonna be allowed to do that in the game. What I would work on is, depending on your offense, if you do a lot of pick and pop, I would do a lot of pick and pop. I would do a lot of pick and pop, catch and shoot. Pick and pop, catch and drive. Uh, Pick and pop, extra pass, slash. Uh, Pick and roll, post up. Just those different things that you would use in a game to expand your, your ability and your skills. So, uh, number two, we got to work on work on skills you'll use in the game. Uh, skills is needed for your position. So, you know, there are certain things. I know it's getting, the game is becoming more positionless, but at the, at the end of the day, a ball handler or a point guard is going to have certain skills that they're going to have to possess that a wing player may not have to possess. But then you're going to have your big going to have a set of skills that they're going to need. So, you, you know, you want to work on skills that you're going to need for your position. And at the end of the day, work on skills that you know is going to give you the opportunity to get on the floor. And if you don't know what those skills are, then I suggest that you talk to your coach and ask what the expectations are for you, you know, the possibility of the position that you could be playing, and what are some skills that you need to work on that would allow you to contribute to the team in the upcoming season, okay? Five tips on getting the most out of your skill development. Number one, develop a plan. Number two, work on skills you will use in the game. Number three, improve your IQ. Oh, my goodness. Improve your IQ. I have known players that have actually played at the college level and players that didn't get the opportunity to play at the college level, and they have no IQ. No IQ. I mean, they they... They can play basketball, but they don't know how to play basketball. There is a difference. There are players that can play basketball, and there are those that know how to play basketball. Those that can play basketball, they just see the game as very simple, and it is a simple game. But they see it so simple as just, I got the ball, I try to score, I'm on defense, I'm stopping my man from scoring. I'm just I'm just guarding my man. I'm not guarding the other team. I'm just guarding my man. You know, they, they see it that simple, but they don't understand that the game is so much more dynamic and complex than that. There are so many, so many things that go on within the game. So we have to know how to play the game, understanding time and score, understanding tempo, being able to pick up habits of your opponent do they like to go left do they like to go right how are they guarding me when i have the ball how how's the defense guarding me when i don't have the ball 
Um, so it's just those are the things that you have to understand. Um, so how can you improve your IQ? Study film of your favorite NBA players. You know, YouTube, um, and there are some other websites that you can go to, but YouTube is a great, great resource to to study your players. Go and look at highlights of Chris Paul coming off the off a ball screen. Go and look at highlights of JJ Reddick coming off of off of a pin down, uh, seeing how he get his feet set, seeing how he shoots the ball. You know, watch this, watch Steph Curry creating off the dribble. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you got to replicate the dribble move that he does because a lot of times those guys are not in the gym working on four or five dribble combinations. They work on those individual moves, the crossovers, the between the legs, the behind and back, and then they use their instincts when they're in the game. So that's something that you'll want to develop. Um, but study, study players that you love. Study NBA players that may play the same position as you. Study, you know, if you're a big and you're wanting to improve your ball handling, study maybe a guard, a point guard that, that has really good handles and, and kind of see how they move and study their footwork, study their their balance, you know, uh, how low do they get? When do they, when, do, when do they stand up versus when do they get low? You know, when do they take quick dribbles or when do they take long dribbles? So when I say long dribbles, I'm talking about when do they, when they cover a lot of ground, uh, but other things you got to do to improve your IQ, you got to break down your own game. You know, uh, players now, a lot of high schools have access to services like Huddle or Crossover. You know, look at those, get those, get your coach, talk to your coach about allowing you to download some of those games and actually look at those games, not for highlights, but to critique and improve your ability and your skill. You know, look at your defense. Are you standing up the whole time? Are you disengaged on defense? Are you just staring at the ball? Are you just staring at your man? Um, are you in position? Are you moving in relation to the ball as the ball is in the air? Or are you moving after the catch? You know, uh, are you jogging back on defense? You know, and then offensively, what are you doing? You know, are, are you setting solid screens? You know, are you setting your man up on, on offense? Are you are you too impatient? You know, so those are just some things that you want to look at. Um, again, don't watch for highlights, but try to find areas that need improvement. Okay. All right. So five tips on getting most of your skill development, get the most out of your skill development training. Number four, number four, shoot, shoot, shoot. And shoot some more. And then when you're done, shoot again. And then when you're done with that, shoot some more. <laughs> okay. Um, if you're if you're a younger player, if you're a younger player, elementary, maybe going into middle school, you know, I think that that you're still developing your shot. Uh, when you get about eighth, ninth grade. You pretty much, for the most part, you're going to have your shot. You're going to have your signature. You're going to have your form. And it may it may change a little bit. But for the most part, what I've seen, players don't drastically change their shot unless they have really bad form or a bad habit that they need to change. And they work with somebody and they actually change that habit. Okay. 
But for the most part, that's how you're going to, when you get about eighth, ninth grade, um, you pretty much have your form. And the reason, and, and the reason why I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning this is because when you're in elementary school through sixth grade, seventh grade, your body changes so much. As you get older, you're starting to get a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. And then when you get about to ninth grade, you know, you, you've been shooting a lot of shots a certain way. And and you kind of develop your shot, okay? Um, now, there may be small changes. You may shoot from, you know, you may have a push shot from underneath your chin to where by the time you get to about 10th grade, you may have a higher release, okay? But for the most part, genetic, you know, you know, just kind of speaking in a broad sense, you're going to have your form, your shot. But... I feel like if you're in about eighth grade to through high school, definitely if you're a high school player, you should get up a minimum of 300 shots. Now, it's great to say, oh, you should get up 300 shots a day. That's 2,100 shots a week and 8,400 shots a month. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be realistic. Okay, you want to shoot a minimum of 300 shots at least five days, about five days a week, okay? 300 shots, 300 to 500. If you can get up 500 shots a day for five days out of the week, that'd give you 10,000 shots in a month. That's a lot of shooting. So if you have a good three months during the summer, you're looking at 30,000 shots. I think you can get better over the summer with 30,000 shots. If you're taking purposeful shots, okay? If you're really working on your catch and shoot, if you're really working on catching and shooting on the move, if you're working on getting your one dribble and two dribble pull-ups, you can really get better. So 300 to 500 shots five days a week can give you anywhere between 8,400 and 10,000 shots in a month. And I think if you're doing that, you're going to see improvement. Now, if you're a fifth, sixth grade, 7th grade possibly, you know, 1 to 300 shots, 100 to 300 shots a day, I think is good. Purposeful shots. Okay? Purposeful shots. And and the reason why I say one now there's always an exception to the rule. There's going to be some kid out there that's in seventh grade that's getting up 500 shots a day. Great. There's going to be a kid that's in fifth grade that might be getting up three, 350 shots a day. Great. But what I'm talking about is if you're wanting to lay that foundation, okay, if you're wanting to lay that foundation as a young kid that's in fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, and you want to make sure that you're shooting the basketball the correct way, and you're taking purposeful shots. I'm not talking about jacking up threes and you have ugly form. I'm talking about you're taking good shots, you're working on your form, then you should take anywhere between one to 300 shots daily. Okay, one to 300 shots daily. Uh, well, I say daily, about four or five days out of the week. Okay, I think if you're doing that, 
then you're 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 gonna have a good understanding of how to shoot the ball the correct way, and that's gonna lay a foundation for you as you get as you get older. So that's that's really important. Um, so there are seven different shots you wanna you wanna know how to shoot. Okay, your your spot ups, your shots on the move. That's and, and when we say shots on the move, that's just relocating, moving to different spots, not necessarily. Uh, coming off of cuts or screens, but just, you know, just shots on the move. Somebody penetrate baseline, you go from the wing to the corner. Um, shots off screens, okay? Shots off the dribble. Transition. You got Then you have your free throws and finishes at the rim. So those are your, uh, those are your seven shots that, that you will want to drill. And if you could make 100 to 300, if you're the younger player, like seventh grade and below, and then if you're older, if you're in that eighth grade through high school, if you want to do three to 500 shots, okay? Three to 500 shots. All right. And number five, the last one, five tips on getting most, getting the most out of your skill development training. Number five, pay attention to the details. Pay attention to the details. Um, this is huge. This is what makes Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan. This is what made those guys so much better than everybody else. They pay attention to the smallest, most minute details. And I'm talking about the details on their shooting, their details on their footwork, the details on their ball handling, their passing, the whole nine. And they are working on those minute, small details. Okay? And how you improve on the details is by watching film. Okay? You know, just, just earlier I was talking about improving your IQ. Filming yourself. Studying what works and why. So if you're doing, you know, uh, let's say you're just you're a player and you're out there at the park or in the backyard by yourself. Just about every kid has a phone or iPad. You know, you take your phone or your iPad, you set it up, you record yourself, maybe making a move. And you you do it five to ten times, and then you go back and you look at it and see if you feel like you're doing it the correct way. You know, um, and I know some players, you know, it's, it's you don't know what you don't know. So you may think you're doing it right. Um, but I think that there are certain things that, you know, like, OK, I got to be on balance. Most players know I got to be on balance when I shoot. And I'm talking about, you know, kids is in eighth, ninth grade. Uh, oh, I got to be on balance when I shoot. I got to make sure I snap my wrist. So then when you go back and you look at that video, you may say, man, I'm not snapping my wrist. Let me go back and do it again. Or I'm floating to the side. I'm off balance. Let me go back and try it again. And now you're diagnosing yourself and you're paying attention to those details. So when you look at that and you, you ingrain that in your head, then when you're playing and you raise up to shoot and you float or you don't snap your wrist, you will know then what adjustment you need to make to your shot. So the next time you shoot, you'll make sure to follow through, you know, snap your wrist, 
or make sure that you're on balance. Okay. So you want to pay attention to the details um, just by watching film. Like I said, watching film, recording yourself. Um, you can record yourself and take it to somebody that knows the game and say, hey, I've been working on this. I'm not making this shot. Can you look at this and tell me what's wrong? They could break it down for you. They, they, you know, they could talk to you about it. And then you'd be like, okay, now I see what I need to do. And then you can go and make those adjustments. Okay. All right. So that is it. That's all I got for today's SD, SDP podcast. Uh, five tips on getting the most out of your skill development training. Number one, you got to develop a plan. Number two, work on skills you will use in a game. Number three, improve your IQ. Number four, shoot, shoot, and shoot some more. And number five, pay attention to the details. Um, so that's pretty much it. Let me give you all my social media uh, information. If you are on Twitter or if you are on Instagram, you can follow me at NBNBball. That's at NBNBball. That's Twitter and Instagram. If you're on LinkedIn, look me up, TJ Jones. Um, what else? What else? Uh, Facebook. I have a Facebook page. Be sure to, to search nothing but net basketball. And, and listen, okay, so I know uh, I'm starting to get more and more people listening to my show. And sometimes people look for me on Facebook and they'll find my, my personal my 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 page, my my own personal page, not my NBN basketball page, and they may send me a friend a friend request. Listen, if I don't really, if your page is a suspect, I'm not gonna accept your 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 friend your friend request. Okay, so go to my go to my Facebook page, my business page, my nothing but net basketball page, and and you can like that page. And everything that I post, you'll be able to have access to. Um, but I'm just saying, I get sometimes I get friend requests from people, and they in other countries, and I just you know it looks if it looks fishy, it looks suspect. I'm not gonna accept it. Okay, so I just want to throw that out there. Um, go to my website tjonesfirm.com um, if you want to to get the book. At the top right, it says SDP book. Click on that. Take it to the page. All my information is right there. You can purchase the book through my website, or you can click the link to take it to Amazon, and you can purchase through there. Um, if you need to contact me about anything, if you are wanting uh, some help with any type of skill development, whether it's a team, whether you're an organization that's want to do some things with skill development, or if you're a parent and you need some direction, you know, if you're a parent and you work with your kid and you need some direction on what to do with, with skill development, reach out to me. Um, you can send me an email at info at tjonesfirm.com. That's info, I-N-F-O, at T-J-O-N-E-S-F-I-R-M.com, info at tjonesfirm.com. Um, also on my website, tjonesfirm.com. If you click on the contact us, um, you can go in there and fill out the contact us. I get those emails and I do pretty good about responding to emails. So that is it for today. Um, 
Like I said, if you need anything, reach out to me, whether it's through email, through my website, or through any social media. And until next time, thank y'all. God bless.